Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. We're live on Joy, 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kumasi, we are on Love, 99.5 FM, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, we are on Amenuveve FM in Aflao, Ganga FM in Jirapa Radio, Max in Takrade, and KT Radio in Koforidia. We're live on X-Spaces, we're on Facebook, we're on myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience, also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We're the only water storage tank with the level indicator where drop plus goes water always flows this afternoon experts cast doubt over vice president dr mahamudu baomi has promised to reverse the controversial electronic transfer levy and other tax measures if elected as the next president of ghana as a point to imf conditionalities as a major constraint on tax cuts program will not have been ended so you will not cut down on revenue for the government so the implication is that number one it will not fit into the imf program we hear from the NDC flag bearer John Mahama, who's meanwhile jabbed the vice president, the legend Dr. Baumud Baumia, is attempting to exonerate himself from what he calls the economic mess. It is you, by your mismanagement, your clueless finance minister, and your clueless head of economic management team, who now wants to run away from economic issues. It is they who have created this mess. We'll also hear from minority MPs in Parliament describing it as an honest attempt to whitewash himself from the mess of the current government. If your driver or your boss is driving us into a ditch and you have superior knowledge and you fail to give this superior knowledge and allow your boss to drive 33 million Ghanaians into a ditch, what a wicked mate that person is. We'll take you to the streets of Accra where some Ghanaians say politicians should be held to account for their campaign promises. We've had evidences that politicians, they speak, and when they come into office, they do different things. So if we can, we, can, we can hold him to what he's saying, because the tax burden to me is too much. It's too much on the ordinary Ghanaians. Also this afternoon, organized labor to proceed with massive February 13 demonstration against government despite a suspension of the 15% VAT on electricity for non-lifeline consumers. Organized labor is likely to meet tomorrow if we receive a letter from the Ministry of Finance withdrawing the 15%. And until we receive that, that letter, we are resolved on the path we want to take in the demonstration. We have details shortly. We also tell you how authorities plan to ensure urban schools in Osu become safer havens, free from the grip of air pollutants. Uh, start with a pilot project, select one school, and see if we can create a safe uh, space for kids to play, uh, removed from air pollution. We have sports. Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia vows to transform the sports sector if elected president. And Vows Day is a week away and Ghanaians prepare for the Day of Love. The Cybersecurity Authority is asking celebrants to be cautious as it reveals in excess of 3.5 million Ghana cities was lost through online shopping and romance scams last year alone. Stay woke. We have details of that and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details.
Many thanks for choosing us. Let's dig in. And there are emergent concerns that it will be next to impossible for Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia to reverse some major tax policies currently under implementation if he wins the 2024 general elections to become president of the Republic of Ghana. In his address outlining his vision as a presidential candidate of the governing New Patriotic Party, Dr. Baumia says there will be a new approach to governance, including some major reforms that will see the repeal of the electronic transfer levy and also a halt on all charges on digital transactions. However, some experts say Ghana's bailout program with the International Monetary Fund will make it difficult for such a policy measure to be achieved. There's more in this report. The auditorium of the University of Professional Studies Accra was filled to capacity as Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamiya delivered what he described as the bold solutions for the future. Key on the agenda is the promise to cut down on government expenditure and to eliminate some taxes. Ladies and gentlemen, to move towards a cashless economy, however, we have to encourage the population to use electronic channels of payment. To accomplish this, under my administration, there will be no taxes on digital payments. The E-11 will therefore be abolished. Even before he passes the test of the 2024 general elections, some experts are already raising doubts about these tax measures. Dean of the University of Cape Coast Business School, Professor John Gachi, says his doubts are born out of Ghana's bailout program with the International Monetary Fund. The economic management team led by Baumia, uh, after scanning through the economy, has recommended e-levy has recommended electricity, uh, uh, VAT on electricity, has recommended the numerous taxes that we have in the bid to fit into the uh, IMF program to raise revenue. The IMF program is a three-year program. By the time that he's talking about the IMF program, will not have been ended. So you will not cut down on revenue for the government. So the implication is that, number one, it will not fit into the IMF program. So what it means is that if you remove Start uh, on VAT on electricity, you must necessarily replace it with another revenue source. So that is the difficulty that Dr. Baumia uh, faces. But his eye is on the election. As the head of the economic management team, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia has been criticized as to why he's unable to effect these policy changes while serving in the Akufuado administration. Information Minister Kujo Ponkrumah is responding to critics, saying the ultimate policy decisions lie in the hands of the president. What Dr. Baumia is saying is that if you give me the mandate for 2025, I differently. And he starts off by talking about the expenditure cuts. Why? So that he can create that kind of fiscal space. He's cutting down the number of ministers to not more than 50, including regional and deputy ministers. Because of that, the fiscal program that he puts forward in 2025, which is beginning to signal, is what determines his ability to say, I will not need to have this tax, I will not need to have this levy, because I don't need to have these expenditures at the bottom. In the end, Ghanaians will decide as to whether or not they'll give the nod to Dr. Mahmoud Dubalmia to run Ghana into its next chapter. Some members of the general public have been sharing their thoughts on Dr. Mahmoud Dubalmia's address with Joy News. In terms of the taxes, um, I, I want to believe that he's going to stick to what he's saying, but we've had evidences that politicians, they speak, and when they come into office, they do different things. So if we can, we can, we can hold him to what he's saying, 
because the tax burden to me is too much. It's too much on the ordinary Ghanaians. Um, it's a very good idea if you say it's going to scrape up the taxes um, when it comes to power. But one question is, why can't you do it now? Well, that's um, a news desk report there. I'll take you to Parliament now, uh, where there have been reactions also pouring in um, from MPs and the minority. We'll also hear uh, from the former president, John Dramani Mahama, who's also been um, casting doubt about uh, the comments made by the vice president. Well, meanwhile, political marketing expert Kobe Mensah says Dr. Mahmoud Baumier's party, which is currently in power, has not demonstrated a posture that indicates its willingness to cut back on government expenditure when it wins the next election. Uh, but I think that he might have been successful in exciting the base, but he failed to actually convince Ghanaians. Uh, if you look at Baumier's, you know, uh, criticisms uh, that has actually affected his brand, people continuously say that he hasn't been straightforward with Ghanaians uh, in respect to the promises that he gave Ghanaians in the leading to 2016 election. People have criticized him for staying quiet and not demonstrating a difference uh, between him, uh, his principles and the things that he believes in. Well, there have been reactions also coming in from Parliament. My colleague and Parliamentary Affairs correspondent, Kui Kwasant, he joins us on the line uh, with more on what MPs have been saying. But we can hear from some of them. The fact that Dr. Baumia is distancing himself from the management of the economy is an admission that Dr. Baumia, President Akufo-Addo's uh, uh, government has failed. Because why? One would expect him to be saying that this is what we have done. This has been our achievement. So the fact that he's trying to distance himself is, is, is telling. He's telling everybody that we are admitting that we have failed. Not once has he ever denied the claims that he's an integral part of the policy decisions of this government. And so for him to shamelessly come out at this time to project himself as one who is uh, not to be held responsible for some of the failures of this government, but one deserving of credit for some of the things that are seemingly positive of this government can only be a mark of, excuse my language, I think that it is, it is shameful. Um, it takes politics to a new low. So all of this economic policy President Akufuado has implemented since 2017 were actually supervised by our vice president. And it should be noted, his position has further been strengthened because he's now the leader of the NPP, the governing NPP, for the governing party of the Republic of Ghana. He's their flag bearer and the leader of the party. So if he means well, he has whatever it takes to bring a bill to parliament to get these taxes removed now. What we are asking him to do is simple. The NDC currently opposes all these taxes he has talked about. In fact, we have opposed it here in Parliament. We've opposed it in public. Afragbera, His Excellency President Mahama, has made public pronouncement that when given the power, will remove it. Well, you heard there uh, the minority leader, Dr. Kesalato Forcing, also earlier, uh, Tamale North and Tamale Central MPs, Alhassan Suhini and Ibrahim Mutala Mohammed, while the former president himself, John Dramani Mahama, meanwhile says no member of the NPP administration can be exonerated from Ghana's present economic challenges. Already, the NDC flag bearer says he's sensing a deliberate attempt by Dr. Mahmoud Baumia to shy away from his role in the management of the economy. He's been speaking at a town hall meeting in Tamale as part of his Building Ghana tour. 
Now all those who contributed to the mess are trying to run away as if they were not part of it. People have begun saying, oh, they were not in charge, they, they, they were not listening to them and all that. All of them, they inside. Jack Toronto and all his small brothers, all of them are part of the mess that we're going through. None of them can escape responsibility, none of them. Because they've all been a part of this. They all sat in cabinet together. They all took those decisions together. Anytime they were going to borrow from the uh, Eurobond market, they approved it in cabinet. They sat in cabinet and approved it. In six years, you went and borrowed $13.5 billion. And you did nothing with it. So today, you can't come and tell us you were not part of it. All of them are part of the mess in which we find ourselves. And guardians are going to send them packing for the hardship that they've inflicted on us. That's former President John Dramani Mahama. Well, the information minister, Kojo Ponkuma, was on the Joy SMS this morning and has been responding to questions about why some of the visions outlined by the, uh, the flag bearer of the NPP, Dr. Mahmoud Baumier, cannot be implemented now. For many Ghanaians, they ask a very simple question. Why now? You've been in government. Why are you telling us what you want to do, particularly when some of the things you want to do amounts to reversing current decisions? Why are you not implementing the very things you talk about? Well, Winston, first, I think it's a very legitimate question. Um, and that question can clearly be answered because of Article 58 of the Constitution 1992. Um, there are many people in government. There are ministers, deputy ministers, there's a vice president, there are advisors, chief executives, board chairpersons. But if you read Article 58 of the Constitution 1992, it says clearly that the executive power in this country rests with the president. And that is why when somebody wants to run for president, he is required to articulate his vision. He is put on the ballot. And when he is elected, he or she, he will form a government comprising various people to assist him to execute his vision. Um, it is a reason for which you would find that when President Mills passed on, though he had a vice president uh, in the person of then Vice President John Mahama, after President Mills passed on, President Mahama had to hold what he called his policy address. I was then in your seat right now. Um, he held it at the Accra International Conference Center to outline his vision. Why now? It's because he was now under Article 58. He was now the president. He had to therefore articulate his vision. Dr. Baumia has been vice president of the Republic uh, since 2017, chair of the economic management team, member of cabinet. Um, and over the period, he has participated in the work of this administration. But having won the flag bearership slot of the new patriotic party, he now has to articulate his vision. That's the information minister, Koju Oponkruma. One key thing that came up was also on the national service scheme. And the former boss of the scheme, uh, Dr. Michael Pesa-White, has questioned Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia's vision to review the national service scheme from the current mandatory service to a voluntary one. Addressing the nation on his vision for the country if elected, uh, Dr. Baumia explained that his, this review will enable companies to hire students directly from the school, as it was in the olden days. But Dr. Pesa-White believes the vision is needless. We can hear... Uh, from this, it's a new desk, news desk report here. 
to help our youth get jobs, I believe it is time to rethink the concept of the current National Service Scheme. The Ghana National Service Scheme started in 1973 under Act 426. Among a number of aims, the scheme is to encourage the spirit of national service among all segments of the Ghanaian society and undertake projects designed to combat hunger, illiteracy, disease and unemployment. According to the Act, the scheme is compulsory for any person who is a citizen of Ghana and has attained the age of 18 years or more. But the presidential candidate of the NPP Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, as part of his vision, says he will no longer make the service mandatory if he becomes president. My government will propose that those who, after completion of their education, can secure jobs will be exempted from national service. But these are your thoughts on this particular vision. I believe that is, uh, national service is something that you do to um, sort of say thank you to the country for helping you to go through the school. So I believe it's compulsory. Not making it compulsory, others are not going to take it serious. Yeah, that is the issue. Because the youth of today, normally when you don't force them to do something or push them to do something, they just do it anyhow and just let it go. So it not being compulsory, that is not going to help the youth of today. The national service, I, I disagree because, you know, the invest in our youth through education so when you have you finish school you are supposed to contribute somehow towards um, the development of the country through the national service scheme so i don't agree with him well, some of your views there on um, the national service uh, scheme uh, will change from being mandatory uh, to a voluntary one. And we've been hearing also from uh, Dr. Michael Pesa-White, who's been questioning uh, this particular move by Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. We'll get to hear him um, subsequently. But um, away from um, this um, particular story, on to some other issues. The Accra Metropolitan Assembly has summoned five traders over air pollution and insanitary offences. The five persons, mostly fish smokers in uh, Choco, were directed to appear before the Assembly during the Accra Metropolitan Assembly's Clean Ghana campaign monitoring exercise, the team also discovered that most fishmongers in the Choco area have been operating without medical certificates. There's more in this report. Although fish smokers play a major role in putting food on the table of many, the poor sanitary conditions surrounding the operation have come under serious concern. Their activities have also come under criticism as a major cause of air pollution in the city. According to a recent IQ Air Index, Accra has earned the unenviable position as one of the cities with the poorest air quality globally. Launching the 2024 edition of the Clean Ghana campaign in Accra, Metro Health Director of the Accra Metropolitan Assembly, Florence Kuchi, said, this year's campaign will focus on activities polluting the air. This 2024, one of the major things we'll be doing much is going to be on sensitization and some mitigation measures on air pollution. The team kicked start its monitoring exercise with a visit to some fish smoking sites in Choco to assess the sanitation situations in the area. Florence Kuchi said the assembly will in the coming days organize a training program for traders to help address the situation. There's going to be training for these fish processors on hygienic uh, content on how to handle their environment, even how to handle the fish before and after processing, the kind of water they should use, even how to display it in the market. At the end of the monitoring exercise, five persons have been summoned to appear before the assembly over various sanitary offences. Kwesi Adai Kwarten's report for Joy News. 
Well, I'm still on issues relating to the environment. In the coming months, schools in Osu are in for a positive transformation aimed at reducing air pollution in their surroundings and creating safer spaces for children. City engineers currently undergoing innovative training to rethink and reshape road construction methods are at the forefront of this initiative. The ultimate goal is to strategically redesign these roads, minimizing exposure to harmful air pollutants and fostering environments that allow children and neighborhoods to thrive in safety and well-being. Beat reporter Michael Lashali has more in the following report. Air pollution is the second biggest threat to health in Ghana. Exhaust fumes from the transport sector alone is responsible for almost half of Accra's particulate concentrations. The city of Accra is one of the most heavily polluted places in the country. The WHO estimates that more than 28,000 Ghanaians die prematurely every year as a result of air pollution. Children in urban schools often endure the adverse effects of vehicle fumes. Headmaster of Osu Salem School, Yimano Taki, knows this very well. Because the school, because it's not walled, you always find children crossing to get food and all those things. So one, the safety of the children are a priority as an educator. So the school is very close to the road and sometimes or usually you find um, road um, cars parking in the school and around the school area. For stakeholders, their interest is to move from pollution to solution. So, I mean, I think for now, let's look at these um, six strategies and see which one that we can implement here. City engineers and technocrats pulled from some of the municipal assemblies in the streets of Accra as members of a workshop organized by Clean Air Fund and Global Designing Cities Initiative. That's my colleague, Michael Ashali's report. This story was in collaboration with the new narratives. Funding was provided by the Clean Air Fund. The funder had no say in the content of the story. And we'll take a quick break here on the Midday News, live on Joy 99.7 FM, also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fuel and full quantity Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank where Duraplus goes water always flows we return from the break with sport and organized labor to proceed with massive february 13 demonstration against government despite a suspension of the 15 percent vat on electricity for non-lifeline consumers it's likely to meet tomorrow if we receive a letter from the ministry of finance withdrawing the 15 percent and until we receive that that letter we are resolved on the path we want to take in the demonstration and then also much later, Val's Day is less than a week away and as Ghanaians prepare for the day, the cybersecurity authority is asking celebrants to be cautious as it reveals in excess of 3.5 million Ghana cities was lost through online shopping and romance fraud scams last year. We're right back after the break.
budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol, clean fuel in full quantity. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Let's do sports. Move back. Yep, MFL. So the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumi, has shared his vision for transforming Ghana into a hub for emerging sports. If elected president, the MPP flag bearer expressed commitment to fully realizing the potential of the sector as well as addressing the financial challenges. My government will therefore prioritize the creation of incentives for corporate sponsorship as a sustainable module of financing sports development and promotion of our national teams, including football, athletics, boxing at all levels. This will take the financial pressure of government and also enable government to redirect more support to other sports disciplines. We'll establish... Uh, we don't have any such, such confirmation. Organized Labour is very resolved that anything that will bring hardship or tend to affect the living condition of the worker or the Ghanaian uh, populace in general, we will object it. There are other, other ways that government can raise money to supplement the, the budget, but not forms that will bring hardship to the poor worker. Organized labor is likely to meet tomorrow if we receive a letter from the Ministry of Finance withdrawing the 15%. And until we receive that, that letter, we are resolved on the path we want to take the demonstration uh, like i said i'm hoping that that letter will come today but we are resolved the, the appetite for for strike is very ripe and we don't want to go that path we want to engage and resolve all the issues pending well, that's um, Ken Kodia, is vice president of TUC. Now, in some six days, will be Valentine's Day, and many Ghanaians are already preparing to show their love and affection for special persons in their lives. But did you know that at such a moment of joy, uh, that's when some people also fall prey to scams. The Cybersecurity Authority says more than 3.5 million Ghana cities was lost to romance scams and online shopping late last year alone. And they are asking the public to be cautious as they prepare uh, for the celebration next week. Uh, we have details um, of that statement and my colleague joint news editor Fred Smith joins me in studio you're ready for Valentine's Day Go yes talk about yes we are and they're saying that the, uh, the modus operandi of those who operate these scams they use shopping fraud brand impersonation fashion scams and the interesting one romance scam malicious actors create fake online profiles to deceive victims into believing that they're engaging in a trusting relationship then they use the relationship to persuade the victims to send money provide personal and financial information or purchase items for them mm. and you fall prey to it if you are not uh, diligent enough in that and those who are using shopping fraud they they create fake websites or use uh, clones of 
online shops existing online shops and offer heavily discounted items and so you just have to be careful but this is not an excuse not to give me a valentine's day <laughs> present i'll show you the shop to go and walk in and buy it well it's time for mnj on the midday news and jackie is here what's trending what are what are the things that are I'm trending on social media um, today this, I know this afternoon a lot. you know every day social media is hot but today is blazing it's hotter it's hotter <laughs> you know so this comes after the the vice president is trending and this comes after the vice president said that he was um he was a driver's mate but if you vote for him he would take the driver's seat so a lot of people have been commenting on that but here are a few comments so someone says that not all maids become drivers some stop to sell coins at the bus stop oh. and someone just made this analysis car owner employs a driver driver chooses 